Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hola. Aloha. The French one. I'm Zach. Bonjour. Hello. That's the French one. I need to say. Um, Matt is not with us today because Bret Hart has had him in a sharpshooter for three hours. Won't let yeah, him out. Brett's the one that called us, was like, well, you know, Matt can't come to the phone and he can't um get podcast tonight because uh he uh, was using my room to try to record, and so I've been putting him in a sharpshooter for three hours. Maybe yeah. then he'll learn his lesson to stay out of my house. You, you know, my father, Stu, uh, he would put uh, these tough guys, I think they're tough guys, and, and there's, he'd stretch them, and uh, they'd come out screaming, bears licking my toes, and bears screaming <laughs> out the uh, front door to their car. Man, I yeah. want a bear to lick my toes. Yeah, it's covered in ice cream. <laughs> That's I wonder tough. if they were WWF ice cream bars. <laughs> I hope so. I, I imagine them just with how many kids they just got the big bucket of vanilla. Yeah, just like the fucking gallon one. Yeah, when you got that many kids, you get the big bucket of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't get you don't get a, a sweet pint of like some like the freaking tonight dough or whatever it's called. No, for like for fancy parties, it might have a Neapolitan mm-hmm. bucket Ooh, too, but, but still from the big bucket. Oh yeah, still yeah. the big bucket. Tales from the Big Bucket. <laughs> you know, like that would actually be a pretty uh, interesting thing, kind of on the look of different people and like how they grew up. Tales from the Big Bucket. I'd actually be very interested in like different people's upbringings. We had definitely Sorry. had Big Bucket era, I'm, like Big I'm Bucket on a different times. Right now. Yeah. I'm starting a have, new podcast. Yeah, Big Bucket times. Yeah, yeah. I had big. We, my family had Big Bucket eras, but. Like also like dryers era. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Just depends how many kids were at home. Kind of. My dad, my dad was kind of an ice cream snob, and would only get Tillamook. That's good stuff. But like, mm-hmm. even now it's like six fifty sometimes for the like big thing. Yeah. I'm like now I'll just spend like three fifty and get like the dryers. Or like now I have like mm-hmm. Albertsons brand. Also, Jenna just brings home ice cream. That yeah. Is very yeah. Also, Ben and Jerry's is worth it for how good a company they are. So if you can, oh yeah. yeah, Ben and Jerry's rips. Uh, my mom eats ice cream like once a year, and she just will eat an entire pint of Hagen Dazs coffee in one sitting. Anya <laughs> just got brought home a very exciting snack. Ooh! Oh, paletas! Yummy! Very so excited. The- there's this really cool like uh, Mexican ice cream place that's in that shopping center in Boise where like City Buffet, Mongol okay. and Barbecue. Yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to like La Ranchera, which is like a Mexican market over there. Yeah. They have like Meganata and all that kind of shit there. Jenna Tight. tried it this weekend and it was really, shit was really good. Tight. And they'll do like fucking elotes and everything like that. So oh. it's the place to be this summer. Hell yeah. Um, well, before we uh, talk about wrestling, um, we are uh, we got shirts for sale. Um, all the money from those shirts is going to be donated to 
Um, we haven't decided officially on the charity, but it's going to be something about Black Lives Matter or defunding the police or fucking the government somehow. So um, buy our stuff. We'll donate it. Uh, bit.ly slash Merch Boys for the one that looks like Carly Rae Jepsen. Bit.ly slash Derek's Trunk for the Rezzo Boys 316 shirt. Um, yeah. And this, this is why Zach's the, 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 the leader of, of this. Stuff. Look at that. Yeah, look yeah, at that. I made that last week and then never got around to using it. So if you're, if you're listening to this, I made a, a, a picture. Yeah. Links. Yeah. It's got some, some <laughs> bit.ly links. Um, if we were YouTube spurts, we'd figure out how to make them real links. But you know what? YouTube isn't our, our number one game. No, so. It's not. I think I know how to do that, but I'm also co- honestly a couple weeks behind on uploading episodes yeah, because of everything. That's, that's a lot of work. So. You do enough work. So they'll be caught up. Greatly appreciated. One of these days, I'm just going to start uploading really weird things of myself. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like talking about wrestling, but it's like going to be all dark around me. It'll sit in like my shed or something, my little storage part. Tiny. All right. Art 1994 had a match. Oh, you should have seen it, brother. <laughs> Um, I'm recording this uh, from my my cranking station, my bed, um, because is that where chair- you crank? Yeah. Sometimes. No, but just like no, not like exact like position too. I, I mean, say. this is exactly where I sleep too, holding the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> no, the I'm end- just talking like, are you setting up though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm usually la- I'm usually laying. All right, let's just get as, let's just dive as, into as, as I lay you- cranking. Yeah, as I like cranking. Are you are you a phone or computer guy? Um, uh, well, well, uh, screens this big these days. What's the difference? I usually, I mean, if I'm if I'm porning it up, it's phone. But sometimes it's just whatever's in my brain. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I don't have the concentration for that, like in my oh. head, because then I just start. I I have like a little bit of ADD. So <laughs> next thing you know, it's like. <laughs> going off then, then i'm making uh homemade paydays tight tight yeah isai made homemade paydays everyone yeah they're really good that of um, like a homemade you know money shot homemade payday yeah ah. come on Val that's not my <laughs> oh you see the way i crank it i crank it at home is uh i get some blue chew when i look at sunny's uh twitter Jeez. And I put barbecue sauce all over it. So yeah, barbecue sauce does is he, loop. Does he yell like "Ba God" like when he finishes? Oh, one hundred percent. And Maro yells "Mamma Mia!" Hell yeah! Get up there, kid. Make yourself a star. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, let's talk about wrestling. Are we going to talk I about just... pit, piss now or piss later? We can talk about piss. Man, there's actual piss content in <laughs> wrestling this week. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I remember. Well, that's the only thing I paid attention to from SmackDown. Um, except, oh, you missed Yeah, I know. Match. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Um, I do still mean to go back and watch it. Um, yeah, it was very good. So Jeff Hardy and Sheamus are in this weird feud where Sheamus wouldn't sign the contract unless he took a piss test in front of him um, with the little screen. You don't want and, any of those little fake wieners that'll have like the pee inside them that you can. Well, shoot. he needed to film it for Warrior Workout. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, Jeff Hardy peed a lot of piss that looked like, like 
moldy Mountain Dew. It was so dark. Uh, to be fair, I would believe that's what Jeff Hardy's piss looks like. <laughs> it's true. You know what? I, I feel like Jeff Hardy fucking loves himself some Mountain Dew for some reason. Oh, I mean, well, Jeff Hardy is a walking Monster Energy drink can, so. He's from North Carolina. That is Mountain <laughs> Dew country. Yeah. He loves, like, the Mountain Dew, like, amped energy drinks, just like Brady. Um, he likes Game Fuel. He likes it all. You know what Mountain Dew I really like and I'm drinking right now? It's my own custom Mountain Dew. Of diet, mostly Diet Mountain Dew, but then at Jackson's, they have that exclusive fountain Strawberry goji citrus Mountain Dew. Ooh, we have yeah. that in my work. Yeah, that you just get one. a little bit of that on the top. Tight. Oh, it's like that lady I saw that like got a coffee cup for some reason <laughs> at the gas station and put it half of Coke and half of Coke Zero and just slammed it right there. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Coke, yeah. That's a Coke, like Coke 0. 0.5. <laughs> <laughs> half a Coke. Um... But yeah, so he took the piss and said, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on and threw it in Seamus's face. And you know, if it was anyone but Seamus, I might have been like, this is stupid. But you know what? It was tight because fuck Seamus. Seamus is very good at being the the fucking butt of the joke like that. Like, he knows what his character is. He knows, like, like, that people hate it and he leans into it and doesn't care. So yeah. Yeah. Cause and, he was doing like that PSA shit. Like he sounded like such an asshole. I'm like, fuck, he's good at that. <laughs> like, yo. And like props to him. If you think about it, like he knew when he got the title back in like 2016, 2015, whatever, that it was just because he was the only person hated enough to get Roman over. <laughs> And that's, he, he that's embr- truth. he like went into that knowing that, and apparently when he knew that's what he was doing, he like purposefully braided his hair that way. That is the worst of his looks before he came back because he knew it was the most hated like look he had. So like he was leading <laughs> into it. it, like he was like, "I'm gonna make this work." And you know what? Yeah, good on him for that. That rocks. he did. Like people still didn't like Roman, but like. But Roman got a baby face pop that night. Like, yeah. It's like the hate for Seamus was more. <laughs> like, we got something else we got to do. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Hardy threw pee pee on him. Yeah. Um. Sorry, my thing, my recording thing looks weird. Give me one second. One. Ah. Oh, I was just zoomed out a lot. Y'all hear that? I counted to one. One. What the hell is happening? Five. Well, you might just have to use the Zoom one for this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> just keep going. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> my mix craft thing's being stupid, so I'm just not going to worry about it. Um, No. So, yeah. And then the only other thing I think of note was Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the... Was it Universal? Intercontinental. 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 Um, Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Before we move on, I'd also just like to mention the New Day. Oh, yeah. New Day's entrance this week was sick. Like, came out, got on a knee, raised up like a fist, and had, I know Brianna Taylor, and then um, on, like, arm, name on an armband and one other person on Mm -hmm. Kofi's, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, and uh, Randy Orton also name-checked them on 
why he is smart now. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, that, and that was actually my, like, when we, that, he first, like, had that quote, that was my uh, initial reaction was Kofi. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. mine, too. I think Kofi, Kofi and, and then Edge, maybe. like just mine, edge mine was Kofi it. and Mark Henry. That yeah. was my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, he name-checked Mark Henry, too, in an article. So, you know what? If Randy Orton can learn, so can uh, anyone else. Yeah, so can our, our parents and shit. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not saying our parents as in us. They just are collective parents. Yeah, parents. yeah. Mm-hmm. The the boomers. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. I'm sure it was the... Someone say boomer. Boomer <laughs> sooner. Boomer sooner. Sorry I'm sure to this. I have a picture of JR with me. Why do you have that? Um, because I found all my WrestleCrate signed photos. Ooh, what other ones are there? Um, I, I have a few that I pulled out. We can keep going. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to know. Oh, oh. it's coming to get you. Oh, Spooky. Spooky. Uh, oh. Oh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, so they had a, like, AJ and Brian had just, like, a fantastic match. You would have fucking bought it. Um, it was great, great wrestling all around. And you could tell, like, the, the wrestling fans that are in the Performance Center, uh-huh. um, apparent, like, apart from, like, the like athletes and other people that they got there, because, like, wrestling fans were, like, the wrestling fans were actually really getting it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, shit, this is really good. Yeah. Which was good that they were able to do that once and maybe never again. Yeah, <laughs> at, at uh, Backlash... We'll get to the whole thing later, but it seemed like they were like, well, I'm being paid to have reactions, so let's do this. Yeah, and let's see what else. Anything else important happened this last week in wrestling? Or um, backlash? Well, let's get into, let's talk about NXT. Well, um, NXT had, let's see, Andango and Tyler Breeze had a cool promo video. Yeah. I'm just remembering random things. And they're um, like, hey, like we, we've done everything. We're here to entertain. But we went a little bit too far, the entertaining stuff, and we want to prove that we can be serious in the ring. Yeah. They talked a lot of shit cool. on SmackDown, honestly. Yeah. Also, like, Fandango, like, the way, like, his sleazy-ass character that he is, like, he plays that so perfect. Like, mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze, mm-hmm. like, he's good at it, but his, like, seems like a character. That just seems how fucking Fandango is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole and Undisputed addressed Dexter Loomis. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Roddy was, like, seeing him in places. Like, there he is in the crowd. He's in the <laughs> walls. And no one believed him. They need to have Roddy see him in fucking Mirror, just like um, oh, God. Hogan and Warrior in WCW. Yep. He's That'd in the sick. wall. Get a fucking, like, a head, like, his own head sent to him. Mm. God, I'd love yeah. it if they just recreated that. I'd be so into it. Um, they even recreate the fucked up flash paper thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, yeah. seeing Roddy try to actually work an exact replica of such a bad match would be <laughs> fascinating. That would be. That'd be fucking... Oh, I bet he could do it. Mm-hmm. That'd be, oh, that's a really weird thing to think about, like... Having like a good wrestler try to replicate like a really bad match. Yeah, but like be like exactly replicating it because then you are actually working, like having to work really hard. 
Yeah. That's a weird thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, El Hijo Del Fantasma came out for a promo. Yep. Oh, yeah, you predicted um, this. Yeah. And then um, Drake Maverick's like, dude, good job, congrats. It shouldn't have been just about me. It should be about your win, but I can beat you, and I know I can. And then two guys come out and Lucha Mask, and it looks like they're going to face off against Drake and El Hijo Del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. Fantasma fucking jumps Drake. Everybody beats up on Drake Maverick, which is such an easy guy to get fucking heat on. Mm-hmm. And then, especially like with the story, just like kicking his ass afterwards. And then he unmasks him and he's like, he says his name is Santos Escobar, which is a yeah. fucking phenomenal name. I oh, really yeah. is. And like, just like, like he's a handsome Mexican boy, so I'm all about it. Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild unmasked, which is great. Now they have fucking things to do. Also, it looked like Joaquin Wild like, actually like put on some weight because he's always just been a really skinny dude. Looks mm-hmm. like he put on a little bit of mass, which is kind of cool to see because that's what they want to see over there. And so I'm really excited for this whole thing. Yeah, me too. It's interesting. Yeah. It's fun. I bet it'll be sick. Uh, we had Keith Lee and Mia Yim versus Johnny and Candice. I thought this was real fun too. Uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano sold his fucking dink off for me again yeah he did yeah which is really cool to see like it's usually you'd, you'd get some people like oh i'm not gonna sell for that but no johnny's a fucking pro and he understands fucking wrestling yeah one struggle did an aa to fucking pacing kid once <laughs> i mean mia's pretty much same size as johnny anyways too so <laughs> it's true johnny is not very big but it's just cool to see and then like the finish I thought was really fun. Yeah. Like he hits the fucking slingshot DDT onto Keith Lee, but Candace is underneath and Keith Lee's a good dude. So like, oh shit, I gotta help her out. And then fucking John Boy rolls him up, which sends Candace like fucking flying out, which I just fucking laugh so hard at. And then yeah. Yeah. Uh Adam Cole versus Dexter Loomis. It's fine. Loomis yeah. is weird, like he's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. this character uh, makes it so it's hard to work. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of like Kane, like on a little bit, like <clears throat> where if he's not like the feature of the match, it's a little weird to work. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's like it's like first few months Kane too, where it's like doesn't do much besides just like fucking like punches and like choke holds and weird stuff. Whereas like then slaps. like yeah, then like fucking. Uh, like two thousand, like one on Kane. Like I felt like became a good worker, mm. but this was very early Kane. That's a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Brian Alvarez said nails, and that kind of fucking rung true because I remember watching shitty ass nails. Um, uh, and then not the band. <laughs> yeah, nails or hips. Um, and then after that, uh, Scarlet. I almost called her Scarlet Johansson. Um, Scarlet. Uh, Gave a message to Adam Cole from Carrying Cross. TikTok. Then brought it. Then brought out a fucking uh, what's that shit called? An hourglass. hourglass. Yeah, TikTok. It doesn't make a TikTok sound. No, it makes a. Oh yeah. Sand. Sand sounds. Um. Well, it is. Um. 
it's good that my audio fucked up because it is the backlash episode. Oh my god. Oh, that's just like what happens on backlash, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um overall, this show was very fine. I didn't nope. give a shit about most of it. Man, it's that's I thought it was really, it. yeah, I thought it was really like good timing that we have all the like in your house stuff coming up recently because this felt like an old in your house pay-per-view <laughs> yeah like even more so than a lot of these like in between pay-per-views do this yeah. one really did like built entirely around a main event mm-hmm. um yeah so let's just get into it the pre-show i bet this might have been the best match on the card i didn't get to watch it but apollo cruz beat andrade it was way too short for yeah. the united states championship this wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever, so. Yeah. It was just, it, there are other matches they've been having are, like, just as good. This one just had a finish and was shorter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it was fine. Yeah. Paolo keeps winning, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. I um I was cooking a lot during this, um so I missed, I Same. kind of had to half pay, pay attention to it. Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Icornics. I called the finish exactly how it happened. Did did they pin Nikki or did they pin one of the iconics? So it was one of the iconics, but um, like everybody got into a big schmoz. Okay. And then Alexa Bliss, I forgot. It's probably Billy Kay. Fucking hit her, hit her, uh, hit her with the fucking sparkle splash, twisted bliss. Then Sasha runs in, shit cans her, and uh, pins. Actually, yeah, pins Alexa, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Like in a roll. Oh wow. Show. Yeah, because yeah, so, it then builds that the Iconics want a one-on-one match now. Oh, okay. But it was but what it was. It protects Iconics everyone and puts heel heat on Sasha. So, yeah, it's it's not an exactly innovative finish, but at least it still does what it's trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sheamus beat Jeff Hardy, which I was very surprised by. So this match was surprisingly good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. From uh, what I watched, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing, like, <clears throat> Seamus is still, like, so easily hateable. Like, his character is mm-hmm. just... Man, it's hard to it's hard to like the character of Seamus. You know, I like the, the person true. a lot when you hear him in interviews. Like, I really like him as a, as a person. Um, yeah. But he also became, like, a really, really good tag team, rest, like, worker with, with him and Cesaro. Cesaro were great, yeah. They were a great team, and it wasn't only Cesaro doing all the work by the end yeah and like now he gets to translate to the singles a little bit and jeff hardy's also a great worker yeah it was really good the finish is weird because seamus beat him yeah and it's like this whole redemption story you think jeff would beat him yeah so are they keeping us going till SummerSlam or i don't know it's a weird probably there'll probably be something stupid that happens in the middle of it um, here's a feud I wanted to end, but probably won't. Asuka versus Nia Jax ended in a double count out. This was a bit dumb. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. This was when I was making a steak outside for most of it, so. <laughs> I just, I mean, I wanted to see Asuka, and. I'm gu- yeah, I'm guessing Charlotte's going to get involved in somehow they're going to use Nia Jax to take a pin from either Asuka or Charlotte to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, I'd be surprised. So, yeah, they didn't like, really build shit up on Monday either. With it, like they just had another match where John Cone fucking fast counted Nia. So, 
Yeah, so they're keep that that keeps Nia involved. Charlotte will get involved and either win the title by pinning or Nia in the triple threat, or Oscar will retain the same way, and then that leads to a one on one in the rematch. Yeah. yeah. Um. Here's another thing that was stupid early in the show. Heavy machine. Well, not heavy machinery. Otis was being interviewed and saying, "Hey, if you if if if." I might come in after your match, Miz, and come in. That's not what he sounds like, but um, yeah, that was said, Sling Blade. He said he might he might cash I might in get some taters, French fried <laughs> taters, French fried potatoes. Um, yeah, he said he might cash in, and so I watched this whole match, hoping that Otis would come out. Braun Strowman beat the Miz and John Morrison. Surprise! Why the fuck did he beat John Morrison? He's the actual good wrestler, except I do, I really like the act, honestly. I I'm do too, but they're they're great together. That like fucking that fucking Lonely Island video, ass music video, it ripped. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what any of the words were, but I remember they basically said Braun Strowman's stupid, and that rocked. it was entertaining. So, um, Drew McIntyre beat Bobby Lashley. I like this match. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Apparently, I saw it too, and then I went and <clears throat> watched the match earlier today. Um, their match in Impact, because they had called Impact uh, posted it on their YouTube for free this week. And of course it did. They, yeah, um, they were doing callbacks to that match. The tombs Drew oh, hit sick. Drew hit a tombstone in their Impact match, and then teased it in this one. Oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, this is the best Bobby Lashley is. Look, this whole run with MVP has been the best thing that's happened to him since he came back. Yeah. By a fucking um, mile. Yeah. It, yeah the finish sucked, it, though. What happened in the finish? Uh, he Lana, like, Lana oh, came out Lana, and, like, yeah. with distraction shit. And yeah. That was dumb, but I think they pretty much got rid of that because uh, Lashley's like, I want a divorce, and I think they're just like, washing their hands of it because it's a different creative direction they're going to be going <laughs> which we'll talk about yeah um all right so move over okada omega move over bret hart stone cold because there's move a new melina versus alicia fox <laughs> oh no because there's a new greatest wrestling match in town randy orton defeated edge in the greatest wrestling match. In okay, what <laughs> would have been maybe WWE's like main roster's match of the year if it didn't have the hype attached to it to begin with. The yeah, tagline, it sucks, but like the match was actually really fucking good. It was really it was, it, good. It was great. Um, I was bored for a lot of it. I will. It be was honest. great. Um, well, I was, I was, and I said during parts bye. of Okada Omega Four, so it was an hour and twenty minutes long. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was forty-four minutes or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, Randy Orton is a wonderful wrestler. Edge, he is was great, working his ass off in this too. Yeah, as uh, you can tell when he is, Edge looks great. Edge hasn't missed a fucking step. Like this was a very smart match by both of them because the way they did it. Just like, I mean, really proving that Edge hasn't like changed at all since he, his actual run. Uh, he got hurt during this match. <laughs> it's fucking true. He, he got hurt Achilles. He got hurt on a reshoot of this match. Yep. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> tricep. 
Yeah, towards his tricep, which you can see in some shots. There's like some continuity errors with bruising on his on his tricep because of like them doing reshoots. Uh, yeah, at least they didn't bring any attention to it. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was great. Uh the part where uh was it Randy who did the pedigree? Yep. And then uh Edge did the rock bottom mm-hmm. or the people's was, elbow. Rock he did the rock bottom and then like there was calls to like uh Randy Savage and then Bret Hart. Like they were just kind of uh yeah paying homage to some people, which is really cool. Like other quote unquote greatest matches. Um like the way that uh, Edge was doing the um, some of those um, arm drags. That was the okay. Steamboat style of doing the arm drag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did Randy um, hit a superplex in this match. Yes. Yeah. 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 He did. It was that's for his dad. That I I love the way he does the superplex because it does it the way mm-hmm. Bret Hart does it too. But mm-hmm. it looks like he actually throws them instead of the guy jumping. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know I do it the best. That was Who, a weird. I need to stop trying to do accents. I'm Who was off that? today. That was Ivan Drago. Who was that supposed to be? It was trying to be Brett, but you're the Brett guy, and I. That sounded like yeah, sort of Russian. Yeah, it sounded like Sean Connery and Hunt for the Red October. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I'm actually one of the best at the uh, superplex. There you go. That's what I wanted. But yeah, like the way he does it, like it looks like he's actually lifting him. Like the way he moves his hips, he doesn't mm-hmm. just kind of jump off like other people do, where it looks like the other guy jumped for him. And his and hips so, don't lie. They don't. A lot of him, a lot of other parts of Randy probably lie, but not his <laughs> hips. You know, this is the worst thought I've ever had, but I just <laughs> thought about how Randy's also really good at the snap suplex and how quickly his hips move. And then I remembered how much he and his wife post about how much they fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so it all tracks, but and I I like Randy Orton more than ever, but <laughs> I still don't want to think about him laying pipe. Yeah. Um. So Randy ended up winning, um, because he I, was he was trying to get Edge to retire. I really actually like the end of this. He's like, I, I told love you it because like they he like they were really really like pressing like it's like a straight wrestling match. Like there's mm-hmm. rules, like the rope breaks and count outs and stuff like that. They were harping on it so much. And like, nobody was breaking the rules until Randy Orton finally got frustrated after getting hit with a couple spears or just kicked him in the dick, mm-hmm. hit the RKO or hit the punt kick. Yeah. He brought the punt back, which is, which is awesome. And I love, I, leads to um, something on Monday. Punt kick. Randy was my favorite Randy, but he was just laying out fuckers like John Cena's dad. Daphne and like Vince and climbing all oh that was weird. Mostly John Cena's dad though, like when he was like the legend killer. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah. best. That was Randy at his best. So cool to see him bring this. Actually now Randy. This is Randy at his best. Mm-hmm. Um so because Randy won, um, is this extending too to SummerSlam? No, no they said something they set up something new too, potentially. Oh, t- tell me what happened on Monday. We'll get to it. It's big. I guess we. Yeah, this now. is this, this is the last. Rush. That was the last backlash. That was the last match of backlash. So, um, overall, the last two matches were worth watching. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I give a fuck all about. Yeah. yeah. But um. But so, anyways, um, Derek, do you know what Raw and you and me's childhood have in common? Raw from the Christian Christianity. Yeah. That God came back? Did Shawn Michaels fight God? No, Christian did. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so Randy's cutting a promo. Fucking Christian comes out. And then Christian had, like, the interaction with him and Randy is really good because they had a hell of a feud in 2011. It's it's a great feud. It's when Christian finally won the title. Mm. Yeah. Christian won the world title. And Christian won the world title in the most chicken shit way anyone ever has in wrestling history. And it's great. And it was off of Randy. (laughs) And they actually, like, kind of call back to it. Because Christian won the title off Randy in a match where, like, Randy would lose the title if he got DQ'd. Christian spit in Randy's face and got him to kick him in the balls. Got himself DQ'd and lost the title. So Christian won the world title by getting kicked in the balls. (laughs) Tight. Mm -hmm. So Christian comes back and then Edge is like, uh, Edge, Randy's like, dude, like, you've always been jealous of your friend. It's like, and he challenged him to a uh, unsanctioned fight where mm. Christian had to retire because of concussion, so he can't get cleared. Okay. So, so is, that, that was the whole storyline all night, of whether he was going to do it or not. And I, I so, love to, Rand, Randy was like, the thing he said, like, the, this expired, this, like, offer expires tonight. Like, so you can't just, like, prolong this. You have to say yes or no. And after tonight, we'll know that you're, a, like, a chicken, basically. Coward. Yeah. So Christian, it's Christian. Coward. Is Christian back then? Well, we'll just cut right to the match. So the match, okay. um, throughout the night, everybody's trying to kind of talk to Christian, and Rick Flair's like, brother, you can't go out there and do this, brother. You don't know Randy Orton like I do, brother. Like, he just sounded drunker than hell. <laughs> but, um, so he was, and Christian's like, dude, I get it, but, like, I'm going to go do this. I have to fight him. He's being a dick. And so he goes out there to fight him. Ric Flair tries to come and stop it again. He's like, I talked to Edge, brother. Edge said, don't do it, brother. I talked to Charlotte. I talked to Ray Raven, girl, Charlotte. Like Edge said no. And so he just told Rick, like, do you get out of the ring? I got to do this. He's like, I know what I'm doing. So then Ric Flair hits him in the dick. Randy Orton punts him, covers him for the one, two, three, and then he gets carted off on a stretcher. And Randy's whole, like, character work during it was so fucking good. Like, because <clears throat> he was, like, saying, I'm sorry, but this is your fault. Like, and kept, like, Which yelling at him. Which has been his character the whole time. And, and, but, yeah. like, they were, like, it was all over the place. He'd be, like, his, he'd be, like, angry saying I'm sorry. And then he'd, like, almost be crying, like, and being, like, oh, I'm, I am, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this. But it's your and, fault. Like, like, asking, like, to get help out. He's, like, I need help out here. Like. Rick trying to get like EMTs and stuff out for him, and it was just like this really weird like thing, which I what Randy played off really well. And I just like how it's going. I just kind of keep that character going. It's mm-hmm. interesting to see like what's going to happen with it because Edge can't wrestle for a while. He tore his fucking tricep. Yeah, it's yeah. also interesting to see Randy have a character. Like when I think of Randy Orton, I think of, I mean, just a guy who wrestles who people in Idaho think are really hot. Um, like, I don't think of him as an interesting character. Yeah, because he hasn't been interesting in a while, but he used, like, he's had moments that are amazing. Yeah. I mean, I I know he's really good at his job. Um, but yeah, so it's it's cool seeing seeing him actually have a character. In real uh, life, he, too. The, yeah, he's actually has some character <laughs> in real life. This is, this is just a new Randy. Yeah, I like new Randy. <laughs> a new Randy, and new Randy. 
Um, did Seth do anything? On uh, yeah, so uh, on Monday, um, Seth had previously invited um, Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio down oh, to yeah. the performance center. So he came out and he was like, "Ray, I had to do this. You are a sacrifice. I want Dominic to join me in theory and Murphy." And then Ray was just like. You leave my son alone. If you touch my son, I'll end you. Whoa. And then Dominic came out and beat up Seth and threw him into the fucking stairs and then ran out. It's actually a really cool angle. Mm-hmm. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's like weird that, condensed promos. Yeah, it's weird that he didn't have a match at Backlash. Like, He's the pay-per-view guy in my that head Seth still. and AJ and Daniel Bryan and Baron Corbin, like none of them were on a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's yeah. real strange. But mm-hmm. that's honestly fine. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't need to be there all the time. Uh, they didn't utilize also, the rest of like a six-hour fucking show. That's true. That's very true. Uh, yeah. Uh, did Kevin do anything? I'm just going to ask about people I like. Yeah, he beat Angel Garza. Ooh. So he had a because, singles match? Because, yeah, because Andrade and Angel are fighting. Ooh. There's infighting within the group. And Tight. was like, fuck this, I'm out. And then she came back, like, you fucking idiots. There's got to be on the same team, let's go. Hell yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else I should know about from Monday Night Raw? Um, so this also, we didn't talk about this for Backlash. So Backlash had scheduled the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits. Oh my god, god. damn it. That wasn't listed in the event because I guess there was not an actual match. I completely forgot about it. Um, so just what the fuck? Really fucking quick as fucking possible. And okay. this weird like cinematic like backstage brawl complete with like fucking Akira's double leading a group of fucking geek ninjas. Uh, yeah, the very like, tall guy was a very tall ninja. Big Jordan. <laughs> Um, also, there were actual dream sequences that we as the audience could see during this. Yeah, this was real strange. Um, I would love turkey I think, legs. I would. I think I would have loved this if it was half as long. Yeah, and only weird. Yeah, yeah. Just make it only weird because those like weird dream sequences. It's just how things, but also then just like a random backstage brawl. Yeah, with a golf club and bowling ball. Like they, those four have good chemistry together. Um, I haven't watched any of their other things, but like they were like, "Why'd you get a bowling ball? Because you got the golf clubs." I don't know. I like silly shit like that, but yeah, no, it this, was like the segment. It could have been good, but it just wasn't. It's wild seeing Big Jordan like already on the main roster doing stuff. I just, I don't understand why it's akira like i do actually (laughs) but racism but but like i don't understand like how they how they come to that decision of being like okay this is how we're going to use akira tozawa an employee of ours like i will this is why and this this is my thoughts is because they want to have big jordan out there because the fucking spectacle Seven, like a like a shoot seven three, damn. And so like when you pair him off against like the big show people who are like, you know, supposed to be giants, he towers over them. Just mm-hmm. the fact that he was like literally covered up like head to toe 
This is such Yeti Yeti vibes. Yeah. And it so was, I think they want to do it with like it kind of introduce him softly, see like where he's at, and then kind of go from there. So having him in a tag team with somebody that can really work, but that's also small to make him look bigger. Yeah. And just take heat or just get, get beat up and bump around and then he comes in and probably hits like a fucking great colleague chop because he's only been wrestling for like eight months. <laughs> yeah, it's it was just the whole sequence was fucking weird. It was really weird, and then on Monday, uh, they had a the Viking prophets versus uh, Akira Tozawa and his Legion of Ninjas. Tight. Um, that so, I kind of I kind of fuck with that. And so the like, Viking the prophets. And so it, like literally the the geeks the geek ninjas just ran in and got beat up like they're fucking putties from goddamn Mighty Morphin Power. It is a straight up eighties movie like it uh, vikings and like two black men front like street dudes like like cool guys yeah Yeah. like it would have been even worse from in one of those 80s movies like Mm -hmm. oh yeah stereotypes uh fighting against ninjas (laughs) this is a fucking and then of course like they have the boss one who's like the real big guy yeah um, I just realized the Street Raiders is a much cooler name but than the Viking cool Prophets. As, not, a, not as cool as the Room Raiders. <laughs> Get just out the black light. Oh, he just everywhere. <laughs> uh, you, they have to have Prophets in there because it's the, the play on words mm. word out of the that name. And so it's therefore yeah. the thing that'll be easy for them to uh, copyright. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Very true. Um, but yeah, that was uh was that it for Raw? Um R Truth and Drew beat Bobby Lashley and MVP. MVP is a great promo. Um seems like they're gonna pair off Natalia and Lana. Um, <laughs> oh, poor Natty. Uh it's because so Natty gets to uh, teach lana in ring oh her. sick okay okay i'm, I'm cool. sure i'm sure like natty probably loves it and cool. so um this episode of raw as well as the pay-per-view marked the beginning of a new era in wwe at least for raw the no hey man era so paul e Heyman, paul e dangerously uh, got fired from his position as the creative director for the probably fourth time in his career <laughs> getting fired from that job. Okay, so writer of SmackDown got fired. I think it came back as writer of SmackDown, OVW, and then ECW. Yeah. So, yeah. Fourth time. No, Whoa. Fifth. Fifth, yeah. Fourth job, fifth time. Yeah. Like, and, and so, um, yeah. I, it was a, a, apparently Raw's just been a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, USA hasn't been happy about the ratings, which I mean I don't blame them. They've been in the turlet, and so Vince just went back to the one thing he knows, and that's fucking Bruce bullshit Pritchard. <laughs> I'm so mad that it's Bruce fucking Pritchard because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but you can tell they're just trying like with how Monday Night Raw went. They brought. They had Ric Flair there. They had Randy Orton and Christian were the main like, gotcha angle like 
they're trying to like, well, we know these guys are over because we don't know how to make new stars. Here's old guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like have <clears throat> Ric Flair especially like feels like uh so much of like break glass in case of emergency shit. Like yeah, they like already could have made like Christian <clears throat> Christian was never a huge star or anything like, but he was a world champion and like. Edge Way and Christian more were, over than like what they let anybody else get over as now. Yeah, like yeah. Edge and Christian were hugely over. Um, people love him like now. Like people love his podcast. People love the show, like TV show. They could have made a bigger deal out of that without having to just like inject Ric Flair into it. Unless Rick is like going to be with Randy going forward, but yeah. I don't trust that that's necessarily going to be the case. And so we'll, we'll see what happens to the pushes of certain people. Um, Heyman had his guys, and there was jokes around that he'd find his best talent in catering. Um, so we'll just see what happens. Um, in week one, like Raw, yes, or yeah, yesterday um, was watchable. Okay. But it also seemed like it took 30 years. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we've seen how Bruce Pritchard works. Um we get SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, which has been sometimes a chore to get through to the point where for a while I just had stopped watching and I would listen to recaps and try to catch stuff on YouTube. I, I actually yeah. have thought it's been like a pretty fine show lately, though. Last couple like, weeks, last few like weeks, couple like month or so, it's been good, but mm-hmm. they're doing the fucking dog, like when they were still fans, like the dog food shit yeah. and all this other stuff. Oh my mm-hmm. God. You, Even you, leading up to Mania was a little rough. Yeah, I, I think it's gotten good since since Mania. Yeah. Like, you hope that that's maybe Pritchard figuring his shit out. hmm Like, but you don't want to give him too much credit until he, there's more of a track record. Yeah, and one thing is, is that he at least knows how to navigate against, like, not, not against Vince, but with Vince. Mm-hmm. Whereas Paul Heyman would probably fight with Vince. And yeah. be like, we, yeah. well, we need to have this. And here's why. Also, Pr- there'll probably be no more cuck angles. True. Um, Pritchard, like, at his best, knows when to not directly fight Vince and let Vince eventually think an idea was his own instead of just saying no to it. Like, <clears throat> he, like, has, like, he's told stories about him and Pat Patterson, like, wanting Vince to like turn Shawn Michaels baby face for the first time and never be a baby face. Never be a baby face. And then the day after WrestleMania, when he lost to, yeah, WrestleMania 11, he went to both of them and said, why? Shawn Michaels is a baby face. uh, Why does no one besides me see this? They're just like, (laughs) we've been telling you for a year, Vince, but they, they knew that eventually he'd get there. We told you for a year. Like, Heyman, Heyman, like when the, in the same shoes, literally wouldn't have shut up about it. Like, I swear, he's a baby face. Vince, you gotta listen to me. And then he would have made, Vince then would have made Shawn Michaels even bigger of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll um, see how that goes. That's some big news. Though. Yeah. Is there, is there any other important news? Yeah, so um, Evolve is probably shutting down. That's some pretty big news in the world of independent wrestling. And I saw some people were like, oh, well, he was in bed with WWE, so, like, who cares? Like, it sucks because, like, it's another, it's, like, a notable place that 
people could work that can get eyes on them. It's <clears> not <throat> just everybody went to WWE. I mean, Ethan Page is an impact. Garby Allen made a big name for himself, and now he's a big star at AEW. It's like more than just that. And so I think people just like to play that, like, oh, I'm going to, mm. like, fuck this. Like, it's involved with WWE, but then they, like, like, he, like he sucks because these guys aren't going to have a place to work now. I'm not the tiniest bit sad for Gabe Sapolsky, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I am sad for, like, so many other people involved exactly. in that and fans of it and stuff like that. Like that sucks. Yeah. And like, especially cause like guys like AR Fox, who he's not going to get signed by WWE. I don't think AEW is going to pick him on. He hasn't worked in PWG in years. Um, that's where he did a lot of his work and he would bring his students there and they would get work there too. And so, I mean, that's where Austin theory came from. That's fucking, um, uh, Leon Ruff and all that riddle. People. Yeah, they worked. Um, they worked like with Ar Fox, and so he's not going to like be booked in a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, and I, I, I think also I think just like this makes me mad. It's like I understand that people have beef. Maybe that's fucking fine. But it's just then like when it extends out to this, and like the only thing you can think of is Duncan on on them because they were in bed WB. It's like, no, these, like these fucking wrestlers aren't going to have a spot to fucking work now and get their name out there. Yeah. Evolve is a known place. Mm-hmm. So fans who are just becoming independent wrestling fans, like, oh, Evolve, like, cool. Like Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, all these people work there. I know them. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. That, that whole mentality of like that kind of shit just weird to me. I'm not going to cheer for somebody like fucking losing a place to work. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Except should we? Gabe Sapolsky, fuck Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Gabe. Um, yeah. Should we get into questions from Emma? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> what are the components to the perfect burrito? I'm going to let y'all go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this for myself. I didn't make it um, as the first ingredient um, because I'm just not good at it. I'm not specifically, I'm always disappointed in my own burritos and I'm very bad at not overfilling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making them it's impossible to roll. Yeah. So I'd rather just get it from someone who's better than me. Yeah. I can't roll them. Generally. Yeah. Can so she's like a champ at it. But what's what's in it? So the components of a good burrito, I'll just fucking take over. Okay. I was I was I thought Zach was gonna tell us what was in No, that's just the first ingredient is I didn't make it. Oh okay. You gotta have a quality tortilla. Yep. And so that that's a big one. So like places like Los Betos who like make their own. That's honestly the best part of Los Betos, like burritos, is the like the tortilla. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need no, I love that tortilla. like extra tortilla you get, like if you down at the bottom where it's been like fo- wrapped and folded just nicely. Oh yeah. There's that bit. I always tear it off and just like eat it as like in the sauce by itself. Oh yeah. So I think that's the first step. You guys, let's let's, let's, let's have a collaborative answer for this. Oh okay. I was just gonna say the Los Matos breakfast burrito, but I was gonna make mm-hmm. it perfect. Um, but yeah, let's collaborate. Do you want do you want a non a non breck or a breck? Well, for one, I I would also say the breakfast burrito is my would be my answer. 
except with french fries in it but let's make one together yeah so a perfect uh, tortilla I'm, yeah perfect you need a good tortilla like not even a perfect you just need a good tortilla mm-hmm. you got like some bullshit like that's when everything starts going downhill also has to be the right size you don't get little wow like a taco one it's like a, a big boy one. a big boy yeah, a good size yeah um all right well if we're making this ourselves um i'm gonna say uh carne asada yeah um specifically if you live in idaho campos market carne asada it's seasoned perfectly um yeah, i'd go with that i'll bar- chop it if, up if not barbacoa would be my backup meat yeah oh yeah that stuff's good um if we're gonna go like perfect i'm, I'm gonna go and grilled so like the fat has like that nice crispy oh yeah hard on it oh yeah um yeah um i would love rice and beans on it as well um but i don't think you're a rice and beans guy are you isai uh i'm not the biggest beans fan okay I, I'm a I'm a big beans fan, but there's ways of making it up. I love even Stevens. I love Mr. <laughs> Bean. Um, I I'd rather have it on the side, but it's because like when you start putting too much stuff into like especially like beans, anything that's like a little wet, mm-hmm. it starts hurting the integrity of the burrito. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sans beans. Um, I would, and you know what? I'd also probably want the rice on the side too. Yeah. Um, I would say some, if we're doing carne asada, I don't know if I want cheese on it. I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Co- Absolutely. Uh, cotija or cheddar? I'll do a nice little, just little shredded cheddar on there. Okay. Okay. Um, and then that got me with the fries. Let's toss some fucking fries in there. Yeah. Let's want, toss them in. You want something starchy in there because and something salty too, because like you're going to have like super rich, like carne asada like taste. Yeah. And so you need something in there to kind of help uh, go against that a little bit. So you got the cheese and then you got the fries, like some fries. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Um, I would, I love sour cream on a burrito, but I could see you saying, saying no. You like it in the burrito or on top? I like it in the burrito. I like, I don't, I want to, I want to fist the burrito. So you're wanting to hold it. You don't want to. Yeah. I don't, I don't like a fork and knife. That's not I, my I like thing. to I like to clean up the the, the spillings like that, but <laughs> I, um, I don't like sour cream, but I understand why you'd have it. Yeah, it's it's I, good. It cuts the it cuts the spice because we're putting salsa on this bad boy. Yeah, but oh, you yeah. don't need to cut the spice. Sour cream on the side. Okay, let's put it on you get the a side. Big, you get a big syringe of that if you want to put it into your part of the burrito. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. a turkey baster. So I'm imagining Hell this yeah. is a party sub burrito. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might defer with me on this. I would love some nice homemade guac on that burrito. No. Put that on the side again. <laughs> <laughs> put that in my syringe. Um, I... A staunch, I would say Pico, as Mm -hmm. well as you're a red sauce boy. I I want green green sauce on my part. I or depending on where the green sauce is from, because the Enrique's green sauce is fucking fire. Yeah, and you know what? That Beto's green sauce hits me in places I've never been hit. Yeah. Um. 
<laughs> I don't know where. Um, he hasn't had doesn't not familiar with them. No. Um, I and I said Honestly, the pico because I I'm, want the raw onion in there. That's fair. that's me. That. Um, I understand that. That's what like I would love a I love a good mix sometimes of like at fiesta chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have the green sauce, but then I'll also have red sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you kind of mix them a little bit together. So like, if you have a green sauce on the inside, then having a red sauce like outside, like either pouring or dipping, because mm. then you'll get kind of best of both worlds there. Yeah. Um. All right. What else? I think I think I'm good, but so I might be missing a, something. Are you not a smothered burrito person? Oh, I am. I I will eat a smothered burrito. I definitely will. I just sometimes I wanna I wanna fist it up. But you know That's what? Fair. Let's fucking smother this bad boy. So if you're gonna smother it, then you do like a nice enchilada sauce, like a red one, mm-hmm. and then some cheese on top. Of yeah. That. You just a little bit of hold on to it, of, and then get smothered, and just smother your hands too. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah, and then you put that through like a broiler real quick. Mm-hmm. Get that cheese all melty. Make sure you get some little cheese on the edges so you got some crispy cheese later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we did it. Or if you're going to do the handheld kind, do what I've been doing on breakfast burritos. You heat up the – I have a griddle pan. Heat that up. Toss a little bit of cheese on top of there. Put my burrito on top. Let it crisp up. Then spatula it off. Boom, you got a cheese crisp on top of your burrito. Toy. Toy. Well, we did it. That's our burrito. That's the genuine Russell Boys burrito, TM. Hit us up, Taco Truck. TM69. Just the genuine Russell burrito. Yeah. The Russell Boy (laughs) Rito. Hell yeah. Okay. Who would you rather be stuck in a room with for 24 hours? Dolph Ziggler or Vince Russo? Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Me too. Um, Ziggler seems like they would, like, they play they play up being a shithead in public more than they actually are. Yeah. I mean they are like their comedy's like real white right wing apparently, but uh um I would wh- Isai, do you remember when I was watching wrestling with you and I like loved Dolph Ziggler? Everybody did at that time though. Like I liked his shitty hair and I wanted his shitty hair. It comes up on Facebook every year and I'm like, <laughs> is this the year? <laughs> it's true it's true it's never been the year no like Ziggler I think plays up that shit a little bit more because like his brother is in a piece of shit Ryan yeah and so I think it's a little bit of an act because he knows that people will probably like him mm-hmm. he's probably a bit of a shithead too but on the flip side of that fucking he's... Vince Russo it's so yeah. fucking insufferable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like he would just probably kiss your ass the whole time bro like you don't understand bro I know bro <laughs> And then just like bury you on his podcast, to his shitty fans. Fuck him. <laughs> and yeah, he's, also, he's a gigantic homophobe. So. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. And the last question: What's your worst restaurant experience aside from the Mace at Chili's? Oh god damn it! Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I gotta think about this. Um. I- I think I got mine. So it was like this time a big group of us went to Buffalo Wild Wings around when it first opened. I don't know if you were there, Oster. Maybe, maybe not. 
like it was like myself, Gabe, Tyler, like those group of people. It was a, an okay sized group. The waitress that we had was just um, definitely didn't give a shit about us. And so it showed. And yeah. then um, I, we like we were there for hours just like waiting for like, no, I wasn't like we're there to watch sports or anything. It was we were just there to eat wings. Mm-hmm. And it took hours. And then she said that she couldn't split up the, the, the check after she had like dropped it off and like was like, oh, I'm not going to split it up. And then I'm like, hey, can you just split it up? She's like, okay, fine. But then she just ran everything once on my card. Oh. And then we were like, hey, you just put everything on one card. And then she like ran everything on somebody else's card. And then finally she split it and then like blamed us for it that she did that. And okay. it got to the point, I think actually Tyler would like talk to the manager. Probably. Like, and it, wasn't, it wasn't like, let me talk to the manager type thing. Like the guy came over and saw we were frustrated. And then, so we sent our spokesperson out there. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that was one of the worst times. That, and then this other time I was at the downtown Buffalo Wild Wings with Jenna. And, like, it was just a bad experience. Like, another time I just didn't think, I don't know, didn't care about us. And so, I'm like, dude, I'm here. Like, I'm, like I, I come here, like, every other week because I work, like, across the street. Yeah. Like, on paydays, I used to go get fucking payday wings, so. Yeah. Um, I have a couple that come to mind. Um, one was when, um, I went. Somebody got maced in a chili. <laughs> no, it was at Applebee's and like, it was the same thing. The service was just horrendous. Like there's no one in the restaurant. We're just there getting late night apps and the service was. Devin? No, it was me and Brian. Lacuna. I, I've, I've, I've done like, like some Applebee's with apps dog before oh hell yeah we used to do that um and yeah it was just like it just took way too long um for nine o'clock on a weeknight at applebee's um the other one was at an establishment that i cherish and love goodwood barbecue owned by my friend kelly mantooth's father michael mantooth um wow that's a good name yeah yeah. Great dude. I love him. Yeah. He rips. Love, love the family. So I went to, they, we went there. My dad ordered prime rib, medium rare, like he always does. They bring out all our food. And when they bring out the food, they tell us we don't have medium rare, medium rib or medium rare prime rib. And it's like, you couldn't have told us that earlier. And also, someone overcooked the prime rib at a steakhouse. Yeah, that's weird. That, that is, actually reminds me of another bad experience. I that, is, that is bad. And so, like, they, I think they comped it, and my dad got a steak or something, but he had to wait. And when my dad has to wait, he's a little grumpy baby, just like me. And he... um. <laughs> Like the manager came over and I was just like, I just pulled a card I'd never wanted to pull. And I was like, Yeah, I might tell Mike about this. Oh, what happened there? <laughs> he looked at me like he didn't like he didn't know that I knew who Mike was. And yeah, I texted Kelly about it and she was like, I'll tell him. That's that's fucked up. 
they shouldn't do that. And she like, <laughs> I didn't tell him, but I think Kelly did. I remember this one time something had happened there. I, I was I was talking about something, and Blake was there, which is Kelly's brother, and mm-hmm. I think we're at the Mantooth residence, and just looks over his head's like, yeah, we would never do that over at our restaurant. Huh, dad? <laughs> it's just one of the weirdest things. That just reminded me of that. No, my other, another one before Zachy jumped on with your stories is at Mickey Ray's barbecue before it closed on Fairview. It was the same thing where I was there with Miguel, Fabian, and Victor. And like we all order food and then like bringing ours out and just looks at Miguel. We don't have what you ordered. What else do you want? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't have enough and you took it. And then he ordered something else and he's like, oh yeah. And we just charge you for the lesser of the two items. You're welcome. We're like, what? <laughs> was, also, I ordered a beer there and it was warm. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. It was a warm Miller Lite. Gross. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> Uh, I like I trying to think of bad experiences and I know I've had them and shit but <clears throat> I cannot think of that many I remember just being at like a Red Robin in like college and just literally like having one of those things where they just did not give a shit about us like yeah Red Robin has bad service you probably had Brady as your waiter it might have been <laughs> he's like yeah. our guy just literally never came back and eventually someone else brought our check by like wow on him and it was like, what the fuck? Like, like we could see him in the back and stuff for a while. I think eventually he realized he forgot about us and then was too embarrassed to go <laughs> fix yeah, his mistake. So, it sucks uh, because like, I, I've had a lot of friends and like my sister that worked in the service industry. Mm-hmm. And so like they just see like kids or like young adults and like, oh, they're not going to tip. Like, I always tip so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tip incredibly well. Yeah. Um, trying to think if i've had any others yeah i can't think of any but i got very sick at a very very nice like fish restaurant like on the water in seattle once on my birthday like <clears throat> my family was in seattle for my birthday and like i just fell asleep under the table at this very expensive fish restaurant <laughs> I, I was like nine or ten hell yeah so what about like we'll just take this question a step further aside from service what's like one of like the worst restaurant experiences you had whether it be like the food was just bad or like you shit you had a shit everywhere that you just weren't having a good time anything come to mind like that because i had one in portland um i was already kind of dealing with some stomach stuff but i really like that fucking chain restaurant, the Old Spaghetti Factory. Place I went bad, and I shit so much in that bathroom. <laughs> food, and then I just like fucking like automatic just went and just like destroyed it to the point like I came out and I'm like I feel ten pounds lighter and like this guy that had I think been in there was just like staring at me like sick fuck. Oh no. Um, I I mean. I've had a lot of bad experiences at Chili's with cold food. Yeah. Oh yeah. One time I had I had wings that were raw. <laughs> oh, I must. I thought they were pre cooked and frozen. It was like fucking like raw chicken wings. Like they weren't weird. Cooked. Yeah, so I've had kind of crispy. I've had that at some places. 
yeah. I'll like take a bite and I'm like, oh, I'm not eating this or I'll die. <laughs> oh, this place. Okay. It's like, I forgot about it. It's a weird one. It's 36th Street Nursery here in Boise. It's like a flower place. If you go down like yeah. to the foothills. They have this like little like. By where Matt lives. Yeah. We're telling you where he lives. Yeah. There's this like <gasps> little like bougie brunch place in there. Like. And I, my parents fucking love it and literally like go there for Sunday brunch for a long time. And I had like shitty, like service there, like three or four times in a row of them oh, just damn. like not like getting my food right, getting other people like, and then like taking so long to fix it. And like literally every time we'd go there, there would be something. Oh, that's sucks. And it was like a bougie brunch, like such like white boomer place too that I like had no patience for it. <laughs> yeah. It's like already you're just in that mood and then that happens like, um, oh, so done. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. This will be a little short, Doug. Um, I got one thing to say. If um, you like Keanu Reeves like I do, check out uh, this episode, this last week's episode of um, – we do Keanu where I talked about the matrix for three hours. Um, and also I think the replacements is next, but hardball's coming up. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. which I was on. So. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the replacements recently and it's a weird movie. It's, a very it's not weird, movie. weird enough to watch, but um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And listen to, we do Keanu. It's my favorite podcast because I love Keanu Reeves and um brett rocks dylan rocks and zach was on it and talked about hardball so that rocks well thank you also i'm glad you think that i rock (laughs) bret hart does rock i do have a sick ass bret hart hoodie because i support him oh yeah um yeah um okay well that's it um usually i say something stupid or something funny but uh, Russell Boys three sixteen says Black Lives Matter. Oh, that's a bad time to say that just because he put the bean picture. Or, yeah, Zach put the bean picture up, so I started laughing right as he said Black Lives Matter. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs>